good, good people, and welcome, welcome to the Silly, Nerdy, Sometimes Wordy Podcast, and I'm your host, BK, and this is Episode 17, Fantasy Football Part 2, Drafting. And in this week's episode, we are going to be going continuing our series, fantasy football series. And this time we're getting into the drafts and mock drafts, where to play. And for, for mo- most people consider how draft day is the most fun part of the process, part of playing. All right. What's going on, everybody? I hope you are doing well. Hope you are enjoying your time. And... We are going to get started. So let's get into the nerdy notes. And in this week's nerdy notes, I'm going to cover a couple of topics, mostly NFL related and one fantasy related as well. But I want to give an update on one of the strikes that's been going on. The WGA strikes with the writers there's been a, a an update, uh, hopefully a light at the end of the tunnel, but the AMPTP, the the group that represents you know Disney, Netflix, Amazon, all the big studios, they are ready to go back to the negotiating table with the WGA. That's with the Writers Guild of America, the writers. So a meeting is set to be happening soon if it hasn't happened already. So that's good news. Hopefully something will come good out of that meeting and they can work towards uh, an agreement. So that's that's a great update there. Now let's get into the NFL notes. Uh, there's been some signings. There's been some extensions. There's been an, uh, There's also been a suspension. All right. So first, let's go to the. Chicago Bears, they have signed free agent, edge rusher, unique in Dockway, and they have agreed to a one-year $10.5 million deal. The terms of the, the contracts have been uh, not disclosed, meaning I don't know the um, the guarantees and whatnot. So they get they upgrade their defensive line with an edge rusher. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts. They have signed free agent running back Kenyon Drake. Uh, terms of that deal is undisclosed as well. I don't know the money, but they signed a running back because uh, I won't talk too much about it, but they're having a situation with their starting running back, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he's trying to get an extension. Uh, there was a meeting with the owner. Didn't go well. The owner didn't win public with his comments. It's out there. Uh, look it up and see. And so they're kind of in a stalemate right now. And the backup running back, he recently broke his arm in camp. So he's going to be out a while. Hence them signing free agent Kenyon Drake. Meanwhile, Jonathan Taylor is kind of waiting and, and, the, and the organization is waiting to, um, to get a deal done. He wants a trade. He, they're not doing it, at least not now. So we'll see what happens there. Moving on to the New Orleans Saints. First, uh, New Orleans Saints edge rusher Cam Jordan. He has agreed with the Saints on a two-year, $27.5 million contract extension. That is fully guaranteed. 
He has been with the Saints for his entire career. He is entering year 14, so it's likely that he's going to retire a Saint, which is one of the rare things that he will be able to play with one team his entire career. Doesn't happen often, so good for him. So $27.5 million uh, extension, two years for Cameron Jordan. Also with the New Orleans Saints, this is fa- fantasy relevant. Running back Alvin Kamara has been, has been suspended for the first three games of the regular season. And he will be eligible to return on week four. And the reason for his ex- suspension, because there was an incident back in February 2022 at the Pro Bowl. Uh, there was a video out and he did some inappropriate things, I'll just say, alleged inappropriate things. And the uh, alleged stuff, he played it down to a misdemeanor. And there was a recent meeting with the commissioner. And like I said, he has a three game suspension. So he will not be there for week one, week two, and week three. He's eligible to return on week four. So this will come into play when you are doing your fantasy drafts. You will have to decide when you want to draft Alvin Kamara, knowing that he will not be available for the first three games. So the question is, how long do you wait to draft Alvin Kamara? So that decision is up to the fantasy owner, meaning yourself. All right, one last one. The Dallas Cowboys, they have had another contract extension in the secondary, this time with safety Malik Hooker. He and the Cowboys have agreed on a three-year, $24 million contract extension with $16.5 million guaranteed, which includes an $8 million signing bonus. So they have their secondary kind of short up there in terms of locking them in. All right. Now, let's get into the meat of this, which is part two of our fantasy conversation. This time, we're talking about the drafting and the mock drafting. Now that you understand what it is, you understand the positions, you also understand the scoring, we're now going to talk about the drafting. And first, I'm going to cover the types of drafts, starting off with auction drafts, which I'm going to talk a little bit about this, but there are many types of drafts that you are able to do. I'm only focusing on the auction drafts and snake drafts. Auction drafts, I really don't do at all. Um, But I know a lot of people out there do auction drafts. It's a little bit more strategy to it. So auction drafts are the way to draft is... First of all, your your draft slots is still randomized or chosen according to your commissioner or agreement with people in the league. But when you're doing an auction draft, the way to draft one way to draft your team, each team is given a budget. And from that budget, you have an available allotted amount of money to bid on players. And when you're doing your draft and you come up, you have to put a bid like I'm going to bid five dollars for this running back or two dollars for this or that. And you have let's say you have one hundred dollars to use. You have to choose your money wisely, because if you go too high, someone will overbid you and you'll 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 lose that on that player. So essentially, there's a bit more um, there's a bit more strategy to it. So 
choosing how much money to spend on which player in which position um, and not going too high or too low on it. So, um, so that's essentially what the auction draft is. It's not something that I've ever done. I don't want to do it because I don't want to deal with the, the whole um, bidding and uh, managing uh, money in that way. But a lot of people do it. It's a fun way to do it. It's a different way to do it. Um, but you can learn more about it in terms of searching for more information out there on um, auction drafts. But that is one way to draft your teams. Of course, you can also practice. Um, there's the thing called mock drafting, and mock drafting is essentially practicing. You can draft as many teams and different strategies as you want, but it's not going to be your actual team. Um, so you can practice different strategies, whether it's you know, spending a lot of money, spending a little money, going running backs heavy or quarterbacks first or tight ends or however you want to do it. Now let's talk about... Um, snake drafts snake drafts is the more standard type of draft everyone uses that one i use that's my preferred way using like i said other people use auction draft as well some do both and this one the same way the the uh the order is randomized as well as the time and the pick per draft so that is show that's randomized or chosen by the commissioner or sometimes agreed upon with everyone in the league or the majority of everyone in the league. And with the snake draft, there is no budget involved. You just pull from a pool of players. And when it's your time to draft, you pick your players. So you're, you have, let's say 15 seconds or a minute to draft your players. You'll have the pool of players available to you. You can go like overall, all the positions, or you, you can go by position by position. You can select the running back group, tight end group, quarterback group. And then you can see, okay, which players are available for me to draft. And then there's a button you click. You click on that button. You draft your player. It goes into your roster. And then you move on to the next player. And so on and so on. And so it's randomized. So, you know, first overall pick will draft first and then sometimes the next time that first overall pick won't draft until the end of the first round you have sometimes back-to-back or the last pick of the first round will have back-to-back picks so you'll draft pick 10 let's say and then pick 11 so it just uh it just depends but like i said snake draft there's no money involved um you just kind of draft your players without having to worry about that so that is my um preferred method but everyone can choose however they want to use it. There's also one uh, honorable mention, um, different types of drafts in, in terms of fantasy. There's daily fantasy uh, as well, which daily is not like a regular season. You can draft just for the day. You have a lineup for that day, which you can make some money, i.e. DraftKings or FanDuel. Um, and there's other types of things, best ball and, and other things. But um, like I said, I'm just focusing on season long, regular season um, drafting. Uh, all right. So now you know the types of drafts, the where you can use. And now we're going to move on to where to play. Where do I do my mock drafting? Where do I do my live, live drafting when I'm ready to draft a team? So it happens on websites, fantasy websites or apps. 
And so I'm going to list a couple of places where you can play and some of the places where I play. So some of the most common ones are ESPN.com or the ESPN app, NFL.com. So all of their, these websites and their apps, let me just preface it by that. So like I said, ESPN.com, NFL.com, Yahoo.com, FanDuel, UnderdogFantasy.com, the Sleeper app, uh, CBS Sports Fantasy, and there's many, many more. So all of these places that I just listed, they have their, their websites and they all have apps that you can manage your team from your phone because most of the time you're not going to be on your computer managing your team through the through the week through the um through the the fantasy regular season and playoffs you're going to have that information on your phone or on your tablet um and you can even do the draft on your um on your phone as well i i prefer to do it on my computer at least the draft but sometimes your computer can be acting a little bit wonky and whatnot so you can certainly do the draft from your phone anywhere so those are the places where you can play um, fantasy football you just have to choose where you do so I preferably I play on ESPN.com I also play on NFL.com and Yahoo.com occasionally I have tried the um, the sleeper app as well so all the apps work good all fantasy football in terms of where you play the majority of places where you play is for free you do not have to pay a a service fee to, to just to play online um, there are places where you do have to to pay but it's it's all for free unless you're playing in a money league then obviously you will contribute uh, whatever money you're going to to get into the league to to win that money so sometimes people have a $50 entrance fee, a $20 entrance fee, a $100 entrance fee because you're going to ultimately possibly win uh, everybody else's money. So, but again, it's free to get into the league to create an account to uh to draft your team. So so that is where you can play fantasy football. Now, Let's talk about the drafting pro. Well, we've already talked about the drafting process itself, but I want to talk specifically more about mock drafting. So mock drafting is a way for you to practice. I typically don't do a lot of mock drafting. I have done, but this is a way, especially if you're brand new to fantasy football, this is a way for you to practice. So you can practice different strategies and in terms of if you want to let's you want to start with running back running back first or you want to you know go with the quarterback and then you can see when you go through the process you can see how your team is going to end up and if you don't like how it ends up then you can just do another draft and practice another way so the mock drafts is not um it's not a final team it's you'll get the final results in terms of what the team looks like but that's not going to be your final team so when you do an actual draft, it's not going to be a mock draft. It's going to be the live draft. So once you finish drafting that team, that is going to be your team for the regular season. So once you once you do a draft, make sure you know that this is a live draft. It's not a mock draft, so you can't change your team. I mean, you'll be able to change your team via waivers and, and trades, but that's essentially the team you're going into the season week one with. So you can practice as many times as you want all the way up until um, to week one and during the season as well. So, like I said, mock drafting is um, 
is a way for you to practice. And also, like I said, people can people consider the draft day itself the most fun part of the process. Uh, a lot of people, especially if you know your league, if you everyone knows each other, you can do the draft in person. You can make it make it an event. Maybe you rent out a restaurant, a, a private room in a restaurant, or have it at somebody's uh, house or, or apartment or townhome, and you all get your computers together. You get some food and drink, and maybe have a little music or, or you know whatever it is. You all get together. And you all have your computers or tablets or phones and you do your draft together in person. There's a little trash talking. Maybe you put the boards up and, and all that stuff. And you just have some fun amongst amongst your league mates, amongst your league mates slash friends slash family. Um, so that's a, a good way to kind of make it even more fun. And another way, I guess, if I guess it all depends on everybody's schedule, because, you know, we're all busy working uh, adults and kids play as well. Maybe you gather every Thursday night or Monday night or Sunday night to watch that standalone primetime game. And you can all, you know, get together because we all you all have your fantasy players um, playing in those games. But that's that's just an extra thing. So maybe some people do it. Maybe some people don't. But that's another way to make it even more fun. Uh, but people do do that. Like, say you go to um Carolina Ale House and they'll rent out a, a room or something to have your your fantasy draft there or rent out a, a sport or some sports bar or something or like I said have it at your house have it at your apartment and you know or your apartment's clubhouse or whatever it is to, to make it more fun and then that's when you draft your team and then you have some trash talk and have some good food and then obviously you'll wait a, a couple weeks later or a couple days later so and then the last one of the last things I'll say is um, the timing of when you do your drafts. So some people draft early, like or drafting right now, their live team in August. Uh, sometimes some people draft in late July or July itself. For a long time, I waited until August to draft. But then it took me a long time to figure out that I don't need to be you don't need to be drafting in August. Uh, so for right now, what I've been doing for the last couple of years, I typically wait until the preseason is over. So I would wait till the, the last week of August slash first week of September, right up until before that Thursday night. And the reason for that is obviously training camp is going on right now and the preseason is coming up. There are injuries that happen, suspensions that happen, and People can, there are freak things that happen, like someone tears their ACL or MCL or their ribs or whatever it is, uh, or diagnosed with something unfortunate and they're out for the season or, or they're out for a significant amount of time. And so let's say you have your draft uh, today and somebody, I'm not going to mention a, a player's name, but somebody tears their ACL in a running back position, wide receiver position. You did your draft today and that that injury happens, you know, two days later, you still have that player on your team. Granted, you can drop that player, but you're not going to get the same type of player on the waiver wire that you drafted. So that is one of the main reasons why I try to wait to to do a draft. 
And players can also get injured in preseason games. Unfortunately, that does happen as well, whether it's in practice and in preseason games um, or in sometimes, unfortunately, in walkthroughs right before warmups in the games as well. So I tend to wait until the last week after the final preseason game, after the cuts um, cut they have, because obviously they have to get the roster down to the 53-man roster. So that's when I tend to wait. However, I am in a few leagues where I'm not the commissioner, so I don't have control over when the draft happens. So if they happen to schedule their draft on, I don't know, August 15th or August 23rd, then I'll just draft my team and hope for the best. And, you know, if an injury happens, then obviously I will adjust. Um, But like I said, typically I would prefer to do a draft late in the preseason, right before the regular season, late, late August, early September, before the before week one, before that first Thursday uh, game starts. But that's just me. You can draft whenever you want. However you decide, you are in control. That is just my suggestion. I prefer to wait and avoid any injuries and whatnot. So that is uh, my two cents of advice when to draft. Um, and yeah, so draft wherever you want on those websites I mentioned. Um, so yeah, that's going to be all for today. And then the last, uh, part in this series, part three, I'm going to talk about what happens when it's week one, what happens with injuries, what happens, uh, dealing with the active and inactive lists, uh, that comes out, setting your lineups, managing your team, trading, um, now it's week one, you've drafted your team, you're ready to see what happens. And so that's what it, that's what's part three is going to be about. Okay. Well, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you learn a little something more about fantasy football, uh, as well as the signings and re-signings of uh, the players that have recently got deals done. And, um, yeah, please, um, like, and subscribe and check us out on Google podcasts. We are on Google podcasts, Spotify, Apple podcasts, audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all those places. Um, check us out, share it, uh, leave a review. Um, yeah, that would really help out, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. That's all for today. And until next time, we will talk soon.